Steve Woods, and I am joined by my co-host today, super producer, wrestling fanatic, Boyd Atkins. Thank you, Sir Steve. If anyone is wondering where LT is, um, I gave him the incorrect directions to the podcast because he was saying how much he didn't like pineapples on pizza. So that's why I'm here. <laughs> well played, sir. It's good to have you, man. Hey, it's always good to be on the show with you guys. Yo, and, uh, yo, it's always good to talk to about have today. You. It's always fun. We ready to talk about some crazy stuff? Oh man, a lot of crazy stuff to talk about today, Steve. <laughs> All right, well, just let me let you know what our mission statement is here, true believers. Our mission on the Talkcast is to bring you the latest in nerd culture, whatever that. Involves movies, TV, video games, D&D, science, comic books, anime, wrestling, whatever. We'll cover it because being a nerd is not as limiting as you think it is, Boyd. No limits. Am Just I like right soldiers. Hey. <laughs> Dude, we got so much to talk about today. Yeah, from the last from last week's episode, just so much has come out that we had to pick and choose exactly yeah. what yeah, man. we could talk about this week and what actually needs to be saved because LT seems to have a lot of thoughts on that. Because he has feelings. Right <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because our man has feelings. Well, let me just My give you a quick rundown of uh, what we're going to be talking about today. So... We had, last weekend, the Xbox Showcase, Ooh. which was in place of the yearly E3 conference. Um, so we got a lot to talk about there, man. That's for mm-hmm. sure. Uh, a little movie came out recently. <laughs> Jurassic World Dominion? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk about it. Man, we got an announcement for a new Batman animated movie. So we're going to talk about that, too. And, and, Boyd, and had an announcement for a sequel? I'm not even going to say what it is. We're just going to spring it <laughs> on them. <laughs> we're just going to spring it on them. Oh, man. So why don't we just jump off with that sequel? What do you say? So, a few days ago, Director, actually, yeah, director Todd Phillips revealed that they have greenlit a sequel to Joker, and Joaquin Phoenix is currently reading the script. Um, there have been some reports that the working sequel is called Folia Deux, 
um, if I said that correctly, and that they are reaching out to Lady Gaga to play Harley Quinn. Now, I'm going to be quiet for about five seconds and let y'all marinate on what I just said. Bruh, musical? (laughs) Man, here's, okay, so here's the thing, right? My initial reaction was hate, hate. Hey, 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 so initially I had similar feelings. Like a violent reaction. <laughs> well, not even violent, more like a uh, Yeah, super ugh. You know, yeah. but as the days have gone on, I've become more indifferent and more curious. Now, unlike you, I was an early adopter because I've heard, oh well, Todd Phillips worked with Martin Scorsese. This is, you know, Pretty much like his take on Kings of Comedy, which it's it's just Kings of Comedy. For it those is. That have it's seen just it. Kings of Comedy, right? <laughs> you know, like I saw this twice in theaters before the pandemic. I saw. Oh, did it, you? Yeah, the week it wow. came out, and like a couple weeks later, and it added to my idea that some of the best comic book movies are movies you tell that just happen to have comic book characters. The mm-hmm. most recent example is the Batman. That is yeah. a, it is a dirty crime thriller where your protagonist just happens to be a crazy man dressing as a bat. Joker is the story of a um, mentally disturbed man who is trying to get through life that just happens to be Joker. Yeah. Now... When they announced the sequel, I'm like, well, we don't need a sequel. I don't really care, but I'm going to see it anyway because I'm a glutton for punishment. <laughs> then when they had, what else are you going to do? Are you exactly. not going to see it? Am I, am I not going to go see Crazy Clown movie? Right. I'm absolutely going to see it. <laughs> and then when they announced it was going to be a musical, then I let out another, oh, of course it's going to be a musical because the soundtrack was pretty much just the musical anyway. Like, the music wasn't diegetic, but it might as well have been. But it would play into the character's psyche, so that's fine. And then they announced that they were reaching out to Lady Gaga to play Harley Quinn, and I kind of just rolled my eyes and walked away. But like you said, it's not like I'm not going to watch it. (laughs) Right, right. So that's kind of where I'm caught, right? So I'm kind of looking at this thing now, like, well, maybe they're on to something. Right? Maybe maybe this is just bizarre enough to continue that mental illness theme that the first one had. And maybe this will tie in. Maybe it'll maybe it'll tie in like, oh my gosh, everything is music now, you know, because of Harley Quinn. I don't I don't know, man. I don't know. But I'm at least interested. Very interested. And you know, and do, let me ask you this, Boyd. Where yep. are they going with this? Honestly, is I it have, nowhere? Is it just this thing? I believe it's um, 
let's see, we've got some darts. We're just going to throw them at the board and yeah. see where they okay. land. It's, okay. It seems like the equivalent of the uh, South Park Family Guy episode where it's like, here's a bunch of manatees in a pool with balls. And you just start throwing <laughs> ideas out. So yes. we're going to make <laughs> Joker 2 and it's going to be a musical. Mm. Now, uh, Batman fans like myself will know there has been several musical-esque plots in some of the cartoons justice league unlimited had kevin conroy singing am i blue to a beautiful rendition <laughs> yes batman brave and the bold has a music meister episode that is completely a musical and it is one of the best episodes brave and the bold i've never seen, seen that one. Oh, okay. dude it is it is a big sleeper hit imagine i think i bought that on voodoo like the whole oh. thing when it was on sale once i'm gonna have to check that out Absolutely, and you will not regret it. It's a mix of like Batman the Animated Series meets like Adam West Batman. Mm. You won't regret it. Okay. So a musical in that universe isn't too far fetched. I'm just wondering how this is going to go for the casual fan. Like, yeah. are they going to see it out of morbid curiosity, like we are, or are they going to see it because Dur it's a Joker? Man, I'll tell you that first one though had a lot of casual people going just because the word of mouth because the movie was so different right so good if they continue on the same trend man i'm not mad at them believe me i just don't that and it was just that initial thing where it was like eye roll after eye roll for each announcement so you know i'm looking forward to something here man same it's either way it's going to be entertaining yeah and it doesn't really have to tie any, into anything, does it, Boyd? Because, I mean, that's where we are, right? That's our mentality with all the, the TV shows and movies and all these IPs. It doesn't necessarily have to go together, does it? No, and I think that's what some fans are upset about is you're greenlighting Joker 2, but you've got Black Adam coming out soon. You've got Aquaman mm -hmm. coming out soon. And unlike the MCU, these movies don't tie together. And people forget... Well, they don't necessarily need to. Yeah, they and don't need to. Right. We know Warner Brothers wants them to, but they're not acting like <laughs> they want them to. Right. You know, they're like the kid that's like, oh, well, I'm hungry. Well, you got, you know, your grapes that you left out on the table from four hours ago. You didn't eat your grapes. Well, I wasn't hungry then. Well, you're hungry now. Eat the grapes. No, I don't want grapes. <laughs> then you're not hungry. All right. <laughs> you're not hungry. <laughs> that's perfect. You know. That's perfect, man. That well, in. You know, I feel, I feel like the Batman for me was enough outside of the DCEU mm -hmm. to really open my mind up to be like, okay, well, let's just do what you want. Right. I don't care if it ties together anymore. I just want to see something cool. And maybe, maybe one day, maybe one day we might get somebody, a movie about somebody like Superman. I heard he's pretty cool. <laughs> you know, I, I've, I've been hearing about that Superman character. Just, we really need a, a, you know, it'd be good to have a movie. Yeah, I mean, we, I mean, we like Batman and everything, but really, like every year, we get a Batman movie? Well, every year? Just, okay. Just one of I those mean, Superman movies. I'll go. I hear he's got some good stories. But I'll <laughs> check out. I, I heard about Superman. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe we'll see that sometime. <laughs> and speaking of the Batman... 
apparently HBO Max is getting <laughs> come a... Come on. Come on, WB. Let's go. <laughs> they have uh, announced that the next animated movie is going to be a Latin America Dark Knight tale. And I'm sorry if I butcher this title. The project is titled Batman Azteca. Chalk de Imperios or Aztec Batman Clash of the Empires. So Bruh. I mean, let's 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 just put something out there, first of all. Mm-hmm. DC's animated features are good. Absolutely. As a whole. Now there's some there's some out there that aren't. You know, but if you roll the dice and watch it, chances are you're probably gonna like it. Absolutely. Um, and that started with me back, man. This is when I worked at Blockbuster, bruh. Mask of the mm. Phantasm came out. Oh, oh man. The... I would tell everybody that came in that store, like, nah. Like, for real, watch this. Because this is deep. That, to me, is the best telling of Batman Year One you will probably get. Your like, angel of death awaits. <laughs> that was so good, dude. It's been oh, years since I've watched it, too. Oh, dude. I, we had an argument in the group chat about which was the best Batman Year One movie. And I went and watched it that weekend. Yeah. And the animation, the voice acting, it all oh, still holds up. Does After it? almost, thir- I think it's almost 30 years old. I think 90 four maybe well yeah i mean that was the very first year that i worked at blockbuster was 1994 and i just remember it being i mean they were talking about vhs man the clamshell just (laughs) just out there yeah man that was good and that's kind of what you know i had already watched uh the animated series of course what else were Mm -hmm. you gonna watch right what what are you doing if you're not watching it and then when that came out it was just ridiculous i cannot i can't tell you how many times i watched that thing oh dude i own the vhs or sorry the dvd collection of btas and then when they announced the blu-ray collection Mm. i bought that immediately and i haven't even opened it that's how much i love that series and even my girlfriend has went through watching it at night with our son and She's just like, oh my god, it's just so. And I'm like, right? And she's like, some of those episodes are just messed up. I'm like, but it's so good, right? <laughs> it is messed up. But that was the first time it was like, oh, like they're not, they're not playing, right? Yeah, yeah. So this Batman Azteca, do you know anything about this thing? Outside, like, at with what they're going to do, no. It is reported to be a full spanish speaking uh animated movie where his origin is going to be he's going to be a young aztec boy yahali kodal and he's going to be training with his mentor akitzin who i'm butchering all these names sorry i'm sure we are and that's okay because you know (laughs) and it seems like it's going to be another year one type of story but just set in you know aztec mexico now i get a lot of vibes of uh batman uh the story of bruce wayne which took place during battle for the cow where after batman 
no, after Final Crisis, when he shoots Darkseid with the space gun, everybody thinks he's dead. But apparently he's been sent back in time. Yeah, you were is, telling me about that when we were when we were getting ready today. Yeah. And he is going through time and in a lot of these key periods in life, he's becoming that era's version of Batman. So okay. you know, he's like caveman Batman, he's Pilgrim Batman, he's Dick Tracy Batman. And this to me seems very similar to the idea of that, but also takes some ideas from Stanley's interpretation of Batman, except that was over in Africa and he was a pro wrestler. That's a mm. story for a whole other day. But it just seems like a... What? I've never heard that. Oh, yeah. Um, that's for like whole other episode of like Stanley's interpretation of some uh, DC superheroes. But huh. this just seems like another what if Batman was this kid as opposed to what if he were Bruce Wayne, parents die, he go crazy. So, but with it being an animated uh, movie, it's going to be no less than good just because of their batting average of their animated movies. Yeah. While the MCU has the lock on live action superhero movies, DC will forever have the lock on animated movies. And that's not up for debate. That is fact. Like every oh, yeah. DC movie you watch or DC animated movie you watch is at least good to excellent and even the weaker ones are only weaker because the other ones are so good mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. so what little we have of this sounds very interesting and i am interested in seeing where they go with it especially after we get the green lantern john stewart movie here soon yes so please it's got a lot of intrigue and i don't think it comes out until 2023 I believe if I read that correctly. Yeah, I think you did. Yeah. So we've got time to get more information, get a trailer. Yeah. I'm just, I'm very excited. Yep. What do you see as the antagonist of this story? What, what, what would fit there? Honestly, you could do everything from a, like, Quetzalcoatl-based Joker to... Oh, yeah. Yeah, I could see that. You know... I was a, thinking more Ra's al Ghul, though. That's kind of where I was thinking I, like that. I don't know. I didn't even think of that, but actually, that would be yeah. perfect because he's, you know, quote-unquote immortal. Mm-hmm. That, actually, that's... I can see that. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm hoping for. Something like that. You know, yeah. And, Hope to see at least a couple of rogues in there. Kind of, this kind of reminds me of that Batman Ninja. Like, it doesn't necessarily mean a whole lot in the grand scheme of things, but it sure was fun. Absolutely, and I've watched Batman Ninja several times because you know I like big robot slash kaiju movies, and yeah. that's all that is. It's like, what if Batman were in samurai times and Joker had big robot? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> big house. Transforming robots. Oh, <laughs> so Whatever. Fun. I'll watch and, it. <laughs> you know, and that's what we go to these things for. We go to enjoy the experience. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And, yeah. If it's anything like Batman Ninja, then I think we're all in for a good experience. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it looks good. Cool, man. Well, Boyd, we gotta talk about something. We gotta talk about the um 
not the elephant in the room, but the dinosaur in the room. The Tyrannosaurus in the room. Yes, we need to talk about it. I'm going to say this first. I tried so hard last weekend to make it out, and I wasn't able. Um, so, man, I just want to know your thoughts. And I'm so disappointed with myself. Can I tell you, I've seen every Jurassic Park, Jurassic World movie on opening weekend. Down really? to, I still have my ticket stubs from 1997. Because it was part of a double feature on a Thursday night that me and my homie went to. And the movie that showed before it was Sliver. <laughs> like, why that? I don't know. <laughs> That's a heck of a double feature there. Right, right. But, uh, yeah, we you know, it was just on a Thursday. We were like, yeah, let's go. Let's go. You remember when they used to do that? Those double oh, features? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Now it's like, nope. You sit in your assigned seat, you get one movie, and then you get out. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you go to the drive-in. There you Man, go. I haven't been there yet either. I got to go to that. I Same. might want to watch that at the drive-in. That'd be kind of a fun watch. Honestly, I think this might be, like, I know you saw Top Gun in a theater. Yeah. I think these two would be really good drive-in movies, mainly oh. because you get the acoustics from your car. Yeah. And you get the humongous scream. Okay. Um, okay. And uh, to just go ahead and dive into it, we know the plot of Jurassic World, Jurassic Park movies. And I don't want to get too much yeah. into it to spoil yeah, it for you. Yeah, try to keep it spoiler-free. Um, I'm, I'm, just gonna... I'm a fan of the show and I'm a listener. So, <laughs> I... <laughs> so I'll put it as vague as possible. Uh, human protagonists enter the scene dinosaurs do things human protagonists have to do a thing thing goes awry dinosaurs do damage yeah that that is the consensus to all six jurassic park slash jurassic world movies yeah. right so you know what you're getting into now what in all of those movies to you is the weakest part of any of those movies. Can I tell you? I'll tell you. Mm -hmm. And it may not be what you're looking for, but I'll tell you. So in the original two movies, Jurassic Park and Jurassic Park 2, what was the Lost World, right? Mm -hmm. There was a sense for each character or small groups of characters of isolation and mm -hmm. complete ineptitude to fight whatever they were doing right? correct for the jurassic world movies mm -hmm. this this dude controls dinosaurs <laughs> i don't like it i don't like it do you know what i mean by that like i want i want those kids in the kitchen that fought off two velociraptors and i was clenching my butt cheeks the entire time <laughs> Right, but now we've got a dude who's click a click a click click a click and controls dinosaurs. I don't even know. And uh, Dallas Bryce Howard, right? Mm -hmm. She gets a torch and brings a tyrannosaurus to the party. Like when? 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 We we saw that same tyrannosaurus. I'm assuming because of clones, just eat people off toilets. <laughs> you know what I mean by that? Oh, yeah. Like, so where are we going now? It's Raptor Squad? 
You got BD Wong creating <laughs> dragons. Slow down, BD. You got Vincent D'Onofrio trying to turn them into weapons. Like, look, man, what do you, what do you, what? Where do we go from this park that sounded cool and went awry, right? And everyone was in danger. To nah, we we got this now. No, you don't. No, you don't. And that's okay. So that's where that brings me to the point of the trailer, right? Mm-hmm. There are too many experts in one room for y'all to be scared. If y'all can click a click, click, click. I'm just saying, like, it, it doesn't feel like the same thing to me. You're trying to make it to me, from my point of view, you're trying to make it look like these people have any kind of fighting chance. And I know that's not real. <laughs> Like, put them in danger, like real danger. Yeah, that's that, that's my rant. And rant. I so said mines. Your, <laughs> your rant is 100% valid. Wow. And like everything you described, that is the weakest part of this movie. Oh, man. So... To lower your expectations to that point. Okay. And then to Did they get away with stuff they shouldn't get away with? A few times. Yeah. Um, In the words of CinemaSins, they survived this. Mm. That happens a lot. But it's it's expected. But to make it a positive. Of the world movies... This is probably the best. Okay. That's encouraging. Yes. And with that being the agreed upon weakness of the park world movies, of course, the best part is them dinosaurs. Yeah, boy. We get some um, real, well, scientific recreations of dinosaurs. We get some original dinosaurs just for oh. this movie. And we also get some, if you're like me and play Jurassic World Alive on impulse every hour of the day, <laughs> um, you get a lot of the dinosaurs that were created just for that game. Okay. So it's oh, really, no... so they're actually in there. Like, you oh, see yeah. those. Oh, man, that's oh, yeah. cool. And uh, also. If you're expecting characters from like Camp Cretaceous or anything like that to um, show up in the movie, don't. This okay. is a separate thing. Um, and I watch Camp Cretaceous religiously. I'm waiting on the last season right now to drop. Mm. But this has nothing to do with Camp Cretaceous. Okay. But man, I didn't even think about that. That's a good point. Okay. Yeah. Um, my last negative before I start getting into the positive of why I have so much fun, there's. A few moments of dodgy CGI. Really? Towards the beginning. Yo, listen to me. Uh, I, this was, this Jurassic Park, this whole thing, this all six movies, Mm -hmm. I just felt like should be the pinnacle of CGI. Correct. Because I remember how I felt that first time we saw the dinosaurs. I was like, because they were like, oh, my God, they did it. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh, my God, they did it. 
Do you know what I mean? We I think we shared that same feeling with Absolutely. the with the characters. Like I can't believe mm-hmm. this is happening. I yes. can't believe I'm seeing what I'm seeing. And to know that there's some sketchy CGI. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. That's weird to me. It is very weird. And it gets even weirder with as the movie progresses, it gets better, which is weird to say. <laughs> but the thing that made me the happiest, Steve, we've got some practical dinosaurs. In this is that right? And that's great. You know, I don't know if I don't know if you know, but I love practical effects. I just do. Uh, I think it always dude, looks better. Me and even you both. the early days, like Jaws. Oh, yeah. I think it just looks better. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. And man. Some of the scenes where you look is like, that's a really good CG. Oh no, that is an animatronic. Yeah, and that is a really good animatronic. And there, there's a lot of callbacks in this movie just because of the way the movie was advertised. It's Callback City. Okay, and. Everything that you think is going to annoy you is. But everything okay. that you, is going to make you happy is really going to make you happy. That's a good selling point. I'm sold, man. You know. I already so, know it's going to piss me off. I already know. Oh, yeah. And the thing <laughs> is, it, it's going to piss you off. But it's one of those things where you're going to be like, yeah, that was okay. For for dinosaur yeah. movie. Um, I believe I was listening to a review where they were like, Instead of watching, the, after watching this, go watch, I think it's called Walking with Dinosaurs on Apple TV. Uh, yeah. Which is like their like documentary series that is very similar to right. this. Right. I saw TikTok about that. It was wild. Yeah. So as a palate cleanser, I would say go watch that. But for this, if you go in with in mind that the weakest parts are going to be those human parts and the best parts are going to be what you wanted to see, which is the dinosaurs, Yeah, you'll, you'll enjoy yourself. Okay. And I don't see anything bad about that. Like, right now, review scores are about, like, 6 out of 10 for okay. critics, but, like, low for audience, which I think there's a lot of people just, like, nam- uh, negatively spamming it, which is understood. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But for, if you're like, oops, if you're like me, I think you're going to enjoy this for what it is, which is okay. big dinosaur movie. Dinosaur. Exactly. There's dinosaurs in the movie. Exactly. And there are plenty What's wrong of with them. You if you don't like it. <laughs> you know. We're just like, oh, is that an Ovi Raptor? Is that a Utah Raptor? It, yes. Is that blue? You know. it. Ooh. What is that? There's one. I keep wanting to call it the uh, Charlie Steranosaurus, but that's not how you pronounce it. <laughs> but this thing is humongous and when you first see it you don't think it's that big but then when it comes back in the movie i'm not gonna tell you where it comes back and what it does but you look and this thing is humongous oh man that's cool uh i just want to see know. big dinosaurs i'm good with that i'm gonna see and, fast and you dinosaurs will. i'm gonna see and toothy you dinosaurs yeah and you will oh good yeah good deal good deal yep. man you just let me sound real old TikTok about that, (laughs) (laughs) but I did. Did you see that? Did you see that? I haven't, man. So that show that you were talking about, right? Mm -hmm. It shows just like uh, a guy and a girl watching it on TV, 
And there mm-hmm. was a scene in there where the Tyrannosaurus was doing a mating call. Mm-hmm. And then they pan over to their turtle in the turtle tank, mm-hmm. like stretching its neck out eight inches to try to get closer. Mm. Weird. That's some like prehistoric uh, <laughs> ancestry going on there. It's like, I hear the call of my people. Right. <laughs> right. Weird. But how do they get that right? How do they get and, it right? And it's it's weird because when you hear how they got the roar for the T-Rex, I think in the first movie, it was with a mix of them like running their fingers on like a whiteboard or like plastic or something like that, along with like some lion roars or something like that. It was like a weird combination for them to get uh. that unrealistic sound. If I'm curious, I might have to go watch I finish uh, season three of Game of Thrones. I'm definitely going to go and check that out. Boyd, what did you just say to me? Finish season three of Game of Thrones. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. I it's, can't it's tell coming you how along. jealous I am. Anybody that hasn't <laughs> watched that and then just started, man, it. I feel great and I feel terrible. I'm, I, I'm living <laughs> vicariously through you. And I cannot wait to get an update. I'm trying to remember season three, man. Is it oh, just man, wild? It's, oh, it's it starts mild and gets wilder. <laughs> Gosh. But, Sorry, uh, a little departure from our scheduled thing. Which, because, is, which is fine because, honestly. You're on season three, though. Yeah. Jeez. Ah, so So, good. for Dominion. On the, what do you want to give the quick rating scale before I give what my rating is to remind the folks with uh yeah man yeah yeah I do let me let me let me break it down for everybody so here on the Nerd Smash Talk Cast we do have a rating scale that differs from uh you know a practical rating uh, and I would like to let you know the entire scale from the bottom to the top so starting at the bottom we have what we like to call Mud butt. Now, mud butt means this is garbage. Don't even bother unless you're a glutton for punishment, which right. I sometimes am. I, I like bad movies sometimes, right? Oh, same. But this is the kind of bad movie you can't even watch. Unwatchable mm-hmm. mud butt. Uh, next up, we have 720p, boy. Oh, yeah. It's all right. You can do way better. But it's not unwatchable. Yeah. You just probably shouldn't do it. All right. Uh, mm-hmm. After that, we have a Liam Hemsworth. Boyd. Yeah. It's it's fine. Cubic Girding Jr., it's fine. Mm-hmm. Kristen Stewart, it's fine. In any of those uh, mid-card acts, as me and LT yeah. would call them. Like, you're not yeah. main eventing, but if you're in the mid-card, I'll still watch you. Yeah, I'm, it's it's fine. It's whatever. Next up, our good rating, Demolition Man. Yeah. Now, you might be asking yourself, listeners, why Demolition Man? Well, because Demolition Man is good. It is. <laughs> it just Three is. Three seashells, Taco Bell and all. <laughs> Taco Bell is all restaurants, bruh. Mm-hmm. And if you don't know about the three seashells, you probably should. <laughs> <laughs> and then our pinnacle, 
is video game windscreen. You know that feeling. <laughs> we all know that feeling. It's the uh, it's the mega you you beat the boss on Mega Man and you acquired his powers, and now you're gonna go back into the thick of things. Boyd. <laughs> Just the magnificent sounds of success. Yes. Video game win streak. 100%. You rescued the princess, even <laughs> though she's in another castle. In another castle. That, <laughs> that so woman. Boyd, you have a rating for us. I do. And can I give two ratings? So, Man, do what you want. This is, this is, hey. So for... The nerdier, the better, bruh. For for people who are not fans of big dinosaur movie, this is a 720p. Maybe, mm. maybe a 1080p, like a high 720p. Mm. It, this movie <laughs> isn't for you, but you're not going to hate yourself if you go watch it. Okay. You know? But for the Steves and the Boyds of the world, where... Big dinosaur movie equal fun movie. This is a definite Liam Hemsworth, Kristen Stewart, or in the case of this movie, this is a big Sam Neill. Oh, a Sam Neill. <laughs> yes, sir. Because <laughs> I've seen yeah, a few I of mean, his movies outside of like Jurassic there. Park. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, yeah, he's okay. But yeah. he is Dr. Grant forever. Yeah, man, he really is. You know, and he, he does really some is. of his best Dr. Granting in this movie. Dude, I love what you just did with that. <laughs> you know. <laughs> so, yeah, it's it's not the best, not the worst. I can't recommend this to everyone, but for the Sam Neill fans, the Laura Derns, and yeah. even to the higher extent, your Jeff Goldblum lovers, you're going to enjoy this movie on that level. Man, Jeff... Uh, how do you achieve cult status like Jeff B Goldblum has, where it's just Jeff Goldblum being cult status? Not his necessarily his movies. It's just mm -hmm. him. You just got to be quirky like that for a decade or two. So I think every generation has their actor for that. And it's weird to say our generation had Christopher Walken and this generation yeah. has Jeff Goldblum. Okay. I, I couldn't agree more. I mean, you know. gold watch, right? There you go. That's it. <laughs> Man, that's awesome. Thanks for sharing and thanks for going to check that out for us. I'm sorry. Oh, I absolutely. <laughs> Man, uh, so we got to talk about something that went down last weekend. That being down. the Xbox Bethesda Showcase. Now, this showcased uh, a mega ton of video games. And although we're not going to go through every single one, I would like to hear some of the highlights, and I'll be sharing some of mine, too. Boyd, you want to jump in? So, let's start off with how the showcase started off. With yeah. one of the sassiest first-person shooters you will see that reminds me, trailers make me interested in games I'm fairly sure I would suck at if I played them. And that is a trailer for what looks like a vampire hunting game mm -hmm. called Redfall. Bruh. It gives me big, like, Doom meets 
Dead Space meets like Vampires the Masquerade kind of vibes. Meets Bioshock. Yes, very meets. Bioshock. <laughs> meets Left for Dead. Just yeah. Oh, uh, and I. I can't wait for people who actually play those kind of games get their hands on it because I'm wondering if it's going to be as good as it looks. Cause it looks yeah. really, really good. Well, if you remember, man, they actually announced that and showed a trailer for it last year during their E3 presentation. Really? And I think I missed that. Yeah. And I, I was wanting it then. And then they pushed it back to, uh, to 23. 23 right hey honestly push a game back that way you don't have any cyberpunk 2077 issues oh gosh yeah or watch dogs or whatever right man that i you know i still haven't played cyberpunk it, neither have i, I. Had it pre-ordered man i didn't even get it because it was so divisive crapped upon <laughs> I was about it, to cuss, but <laughs> <laughs> we were given specific inform, uh, direction not to do so. <laughs> right. <laughs> we we promise, LT, no cussing. <laughs> I mean, uh, you know, one of the the, the big things, this was uh, pretty close to the beginning of the show, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the things that I'm looking forward to the most, this this game took up my pandemic. This was like my pandemic game. This is my 2020. Mm-hmm. We are getting the sequel to Hollow Knight. Yes, it's I called saw. Silk Song, dude. I loved Hollow Knight. Loved. It was so tough. And this is a uh, Hollow Knight. If you don't know, is a side-scrolling action game. Um, in the vein of things like Metroid and Castlevania, where you acquire different abilities and access new areas. And that game is massive, Boyd. Have you ever played that? I have it, and it looks so interesting. It looks like Tim Burton presents, like, side-scroller. Yeah, yeah. And the soundtrack in this trailer is fantastic, and it's oh. very alluring. Dude, the, the soundtrack and the... Uh, and just the sound period in Hollow Knight is immaculate. It's immaculate. You know, and there's not there's not a whole lot of things guiding you in that in that game. Now, in Silk Song, we can see the uh protagonist. She is actually in Hollow Knight as well. Mm-hmm. And starts out as an enemy, but then develops into a, an ally. So um yeah i'm excited to see where that's gonna go whether this may be a prequel to hollow knight or it may be a sequel i guess we really don't know yeah because I, I, I don't think it has a release date yet so we may get some more information coming out closer to release because again uh i don't think we mentioned that at the beginning but all these games are slated to release within the next 12 months man and 12 months Boyd, can you give me a count of how many games are going to Game Pass day one? Sir, there are about, of the games, do we have a final count? I mean, I don't even have a final count. I was watching the thing, and I'm like, I lost count. 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22. I believe out of like 33 games announced, 30 of them are coming to Game Pass. Insane. 
day one. Day one. Yeah. And not just, oh, you can play it on your PC or, oh, you can play it on your console. A lot of these are also going to be coming to cloud, which I am a huge proponent of the cloud gaming. So that's that's fantastic to me. Did like, you see on Thursday or Friday what they announced? Was that the uh, the Samsung TV thing? Yes. So, and I think I mentioned this in the group chat. Um, <laughs> they are going to allow the Game Pass app to be downloaded on Samsung TVs. Now, what this would mean is you could Bluetooth your controller or I guess in a perfect world, USB it if you got a long enough cord sure. to your TV and just play the games on the cloud via your television. And because 90% of HDTVs now are smart TVs, that is a perfect world situation. Yeah, now, it really is. Sony tried to do this almost 10 years ago when they announced PlayStation Now. Was it like 2015, 2014, 2015? I I believe so. Around the time they announced that PlayStation TV was coming to America. And they were also saying on select Sony, I don't know if it was just the Bravia TVs at the time or select Sony smart TVs. Oh, yeah. You could download PlayStation Now to the Sony TVs and stream the PlayStation Now games using your PlayStation 4 controller directly to the TV problem was playstation now was garbage was it it was what playstation now was trying to do what game pass is doing now and game pass is still destroying it and i um have gotten the upgrade to what the playstation essentials and all that is now i'm going to eventually check it out this weekend because i think i got a three-day weekend Mm. to see how it compares but i can tell you now for what I want out of my gaming experience, Sony's new doodly does not compare to the Game Pass did. Yeah. Yeah. But it, I mean, there's tiers there and I can see a value for someone. Um, I don't have a PlayStation 5 at this point. I same. mean, I may pick up one in the future, but, uh, you know, I just, I, I don't know, man. I don't, what? I don't know. I don't I don't want to get too deep into Xbox and PlayStation 5 and what those things mean to me, but I I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I think Game Pass is a good deal. It hasn't a- let me absolutely. down yet. Same. Same. Like I'm still slowly going through uh, Trek to Yomi, which was a game that Ooh, looked man, awesome. I haven't started it. Downloaded it didn't start. So, I'll put it like this. Do you like Akira Kurosawa? Yes. So you like Seven Samurai Rashomon? Yes, absolutely. Okay, then you're going to Mainly try. Mainly Seven Samurai. Yeah. Yeah. You're going to try your hardest not to play this game in one city. That's oh. what I'm going to tell you. Because God. it is linear, it's simple, but it's intriguing. And that's what you want from your games. <laughs> you yeah. want reasons to blast through it and find out what's going on. And Trek to Yomi is that specific game. And not to get off on like a tangent, you know, outside of the showcase, but this is the kind of stuff that Xbox is offering to where you can play these games day one and get a sense to where if you like it or not. And if you don't, 
you just go play one of the other hundreds of games that are available on the cloud or download, you know, some games that are listed or you still get discounts because Xbox uh, Live Gold is included in Game Pass. So even if the game leaves Game Pass, you still get a discount if you want to keep that game. So which is insane, dude. How are they making money? I don't get it, but more power <laughs> to them. I don't care. You know, yo, more it, power it, to them, man. If I if I stopped my Xbox from being a Destiny machine, I might have some mm-hmm. fun, and it wouldn't be well, as dude, frustrating. You're gonna have <laughs> a lot more fun because, like, the list of games, it just gets even more extreme. We've got a yeah. new game in the Justin Roiland universe, as I call it, uh, High on Life, which is a very like Justin Roiland shooter. Mm. So. If you like hearing his voice <laughs> as the same character in every project he does. Every- <laughs> and and that's no slight to Justin Roiland. He joins the ranks of like your Patrick Warburton's, your H. John Bendemans, your um what's my girl's name? Um she's the uh, s- uh squeaky dog on Secret Life of Pets. Uh Jenny Slate. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jenny Slate. You yep. know, you know. It's the same voice actor and everything, but you always get a different character. That's Justin Roiland. And if you enjoy any of their games, you guys will enjoy High on Life. That's the next game on the list of the showcase. Um, have you played A Plague Tale, Steve? What is it? A Plague Tale? Man, I did not. But the trailer for this sequel mm-hmm. had me. Right. Enticing, and the thing is, a lot of these trailers, whether it be rendered CGI footage or you know live gameplay, were really, 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 really like they they grab you, which is what they're supposed mm-hmm. to do. It's supposed to make you want to play games you thought you'd never play. Yeah, I get you know? that. I get that. I guess you know it's just the variety. It's just that variety. There's just so much there. You know, oh. one of the big games that stuck out to me, and I'm not going to go in order, man. I'm sorry. Oh, no, you're fine. But, but I got to talk about it because this bad boy drops tomorrow, day mm-hmm. one, on mm-hmm. Game Pass. Mm-hmm. And it's all I'm doing over Father's Day weekend, bruh. Say it, man. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge. Come did on, you, man. Did you see... They had the nerve to tweet, we got Wu-Tang for the soundtrack. Yes! And I'm like, excuse me. I can't wait. <laughs> I can't wait. Dude. <laughs> Dude. Six players online, co-op. Four-player local co-op. Casey Jones, bruh. I may have to hop on this with you. Yeah. Because I, I was intrigued. Now you have my attention. Yeah, right. Right. The replay is going to be insane. I need a I need an arcade cabinet for this thing. Stat. Right. Like, what's that company <laughs> that makes the arcade cabinets? Uh, Not 1UP. What are they called? Yeah, 1UP Arcade. Yeah. Yeah. 1UP. Yeah. Get on this now. <laughs> now. 500 now. bucks. Out my pocket. You do it now. <laughs> Man, I need this and that Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles collection on the same arcade cabinet. Absolutely. All of it. Give it Absolutely. to me. 
<laughs> yeah, I'm really excited about that one. I think that that's going to uh, be very special, and I can't wait to get my hands on it tomorrow. You want to talk about special, Steve, and this might just be for me and a few weebs that, you know, didn't have money the last decade, but three Persona games are finally Bruh. getting off of the PlayStation porch and heading to Xbox for yeah. the first time. And that is Persona 3 Portable, which I believe originally released on the PSP. Mm -hmm. Persona 4 Golden, which I believe was either a PS3 or a Vita game. And Persona 5 Royal, which my buddy, shout out to Probable Cause on Twitter. Follow him. He streams. He's a good dude. We, we, he played through the entire Persona 5 game, and I watched him streaming. And that 70 hours, man, I was going to say, this man play I remember this game. playing an early Persona game and just being Dude. like, wow, when is this thing over? And the thing is, it's never over. It just gets yeah. more and more good. And for people who are like, oh, well, I'm getting tired of the big, you know, 3D RPGs. Persona is going to be for you. Yeah. It's forever. It's literally anime on your screen. And you have so much to do that the only way you would be bored is if you can't keep your eyes open because you've been playing the game for two days. Mm. Mm -hmm. And the fact that it's going to be available for Xbox, I believe it's um, going to be cloud as well. So you can play it from both. So you can play it from your phone. It's that is what stuck out to me. It's like we now also have two dang and rampa games on Xbox. <laughs> yeah. For all the weebs out there. It's like Microsoft knows what they're doing, and I'm glad they do, because they're doing it right in my opinion. Oh, they're just getting everything. And oh, throwing yeah. a ton of different genres onto the game pass and just letting whatever happens happens. Genres, spin-offs, reboots. Dude, it's just looking at this list, they have a new Koei Tecmo game, Wolong Fallen Destiny, which yeah. looks like a new beefy Dynasty Warriors type game. Come on, son. Yeah. You have what was that one? What was that one called? That was the that was the Wolong Fallen Dynasty. Let me find it here. Yeah, boy. Yeah. I'm like, is that Lu Boo? It's like, oh, that is a new Koei Tecmo or Toei. Hmm. Koei Tecmo game. And that's one of those companies where it's like, you know, if you're going to play their game, you're going to have some modicum of fun. That's the reason they've been making Dynasty Warriors, Samurai Warriors, Warriors of Rochi, <laughs> um, some of the Warriors games that are on Switch. Like, I think they are working on like. Uh, the Fire Emblem Warriors, the mm -hmm. Hyrule Warriors. Hyrule Warriors, yep. yep. You know, I'm not sure if they did Persona 5 Strikers. I'm low-key playing that on PS5 finally. But, yeah. Koei Tecmo, they do some fun stuff. And I'm really interested to see more of Wolong Fallen Dynasty. Um, there's, It's just so much. And like you said, it is a cavalcade of choices. Um, You don't like... You know, Chinese war epics? Fine. Flight Simulator is celebrating its 40th anniversary. 
and get that too, dude. <laughs> get that too. You Put get it on Halo your Xbox. You get Halo Infinite DLC when they when the end of that trailer started and you hear the Halo theme. I'm like, <laughs> I was like, oh, they did some stuff right here. <laughs> it's it's unbelievable, and yeah. I know so many people that love Flight Simulator to the point where they play on their laptop and they get their joystick and literally play the the simulator as it was meant to be played. Yeah. Oh man, this I know they are. Man, having I, a gas. I mean, that's cool, right? Uh, I feel like this is Forza in the sky, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. But I really do want to fly that Halo Pelican. Man, listen, <laughs> I can't believe it's been forty years either. How? I mean, jeez, what? And I'm like, has it been? And I'm like, well, yeah, because boy, Microsoft is older than you think. It's not like, oh yeah, well you know, Google's been around, but Google didn't really take off to the 2000s. I know, boy, yeah. Microsoft has been around since before you, <laughs> right, right. Man, a couple of oh man, we are running long. Uh, just just to throw some more things up, boy. Let me ask you: Do you have that the title of that game that looks like the spiritual successor of one of my favorite franchises, uh, Dead Space? Oh, the uh, that oh. bad boy! Whoa! So that one, when I looked at it, it had big, big Dead Space vibes. Yeah, and come to find out, that is the original team that created, I believe, the first Dead Space. Man, what was that? What was that thing called? I can't find uh, it anywhere. I man. think it's called the Calico. Something I'm trying to look it up with the magic of the yeah. internet. Um, the Callisto Protocol. There Callisto we go. Protocol, dude. That thing looks terrifying and amazing. I'm going to be shaking in my living room at 11 p.m. at night. You know, because I can't stay up too late. I mean, <laughs> but <I'm, laughs> I guarantee it. I mean, that thing looks crazy. I played through the first three Dead Space uh, mm-hmm. games, and this thing is on a different level. Dude, and people have been wanting more Dead Space to the point where when Prey came out, people were like, oh, well, this is just cyberpunk Dead Space, and it yeah. really is. And even though Dead Space 3, to me, was very, like, Lost Planet, I mm. think this team knows what they're doing and knows what people want. So yeah, December 5th, I think that game comes out. I am on it. It I is am, going to I be a banger. I am so on it. Man, another crazy game comes out this year, and that is Scorn. We've been seeing this thing forever, and it actually the, drops uh, the week before Halloween this year. That which looks is, nasty. That is the perfect time to drop that game. The H.R. Giger alien design. Yeah, man. Oh, man. It is... First-person shooter-ish? Yes. First-person survival shooting things? Things. (laughs) Lots of things. Stuffing things? Stuffing things. (laughs) Oh, man. That looks good. And there's just so many... And I I don't want to get stuck talking about like, oh, well, this looks like it's going to be fantastic because we know they're releasing games that are going to be fantastic. 
Yeah. Forza yeah. Motorsport oh, is yeah. getting ready to come out. Um, they have the nerve to be doing Forza Horizon 5 Hot Wheels. I which, know, man. Those <laughs> say what you want. Insane. And here's what I'm wondering, man. They didn't say it. Are you going to be able to build your own tracks with this? It looks like it, right? It does. Like, that would be a complete, like, miss if they didn't allow that. And, you know, they're going to dump a ton of Hot Wheels cars on here. I mean, even the trailer showed some ridiculous things like hearses and Formula One S cars and future cars. Yeah, it's on with the All same quality it. graphics that you get in a Forza game. I'm I'm telling you, dude, this the list of games and we haven't even gotten to things like, oh, well, Riot Games are going to be available on Game Pass now. Your League of Legends, you know, your uh, Team Fight Tactics, your Wild Rift. Yeah. You know, those are coming to Game Pass. You got to I believe Arc 2 is coming out next year for all of you. Speaking of big dinosaurs. Right. Whether you like and Vin uh, Diesel. (laughs) <laughs> oh man that's that's going to be fun um for all my game pass day oneers, grounded is going to get its official release finally bro so did you, you see that game called dusk falls i did what is and, that dude i get big like um what's your man's name that makes those movies with the guys with the hat um i know that was terrible um bill murray's in all his movies um uh Wes Anderson. Oh yeah, yeah. Big, big Wes Anderson. Big dude. And I'm very interested in so and I know we're running long, I just want to get this out right quick. Cinematic games like get really good play in our house from gems like Until Dawn to the point where I think I'm about to buy the quarry because that looks mm-hmm. real up my alley. We've got all the dark picture anthology games. This is like, it's going to fit right in there. And I'm very interested to see how that plays. Yeah. Oh man. That trailer probably will not do the game justice, but man, when does I'm that thing you, come out? Cause I was really interested. I want to be July, July 19th. Right. So soon. And yeah. I also believe day one on game day Pass. one, <laughs> day one. And it you looks know. like just like a narrative kind of thing. Maybe some, right. some choices to make there, but that's but like, it, that's like big, chill out wife let's do this <laughs> exactly grab the popcorn grab the sherry yeah. we're, we're in for a night yeah yeah good times man good times oh, jeez and- man we didn't even talk about the big one man let me tell you something mm-hmm. you that high on life that you talked about yeah was was kind of the one for me that i was like oh i was not expecting that so mm-hmm. if you haven't watched that high on life trailer yet or seen it Please go watch it. It looks bizarre. And I'm about the bizarre. But the one big one the that big we got to get to. The big woman in the room. The big woman in the room. Starfield, bruh. Game play. <laughs> Starfield gameplay. So, I, I don't want to sound like a noob when it comes to Bethesda games. I have not played a Bethesda game. I'm sorry. I was poor when these games were popular. Mm -hmm. And now that I have money, I'm like 27 Bethesda games behind. Right. (laughs) But this Starfield, 
this star field, ladies and gentlemen, the trailer starts with the most Star Trek music you'll ever hear. Yes, you're right about that. Big Star Trek vibe. Oh, dude. It's like Star Trek meets like Greedfall meets everything you guys enjoy about a Bethesda game. And honestly, I'm here for it. But Steve, are you a big Bethesda guy? I'm not. I'm not. I played some Skyrim. Mm-hmm. Um, I played some Fallout. Mm-hmm. But I'm not. I'm not. I never finished anything. So it's just okay for me. Now this thing, uh, there. What what's what's interesting is what they showed you. Mm-hmm. What's even more interesting is what they didn't show you. Correct. They didn't really show you interacting with other live players. They showed some NPC stuff, mm-hmm. and they talked about the size of the game. Right. Could you do you remember how many planets they said were that you could visit in this game? I think it was something ignorant, like a hundred or something like that. It yeah. was a it was it was, it was a something big ridiculous. And yeah. go anywhere on those planets, right? And the trailer starts off with like a very like Starship Troopers planets, where the first thing you encounter is like these big bug creatures, and your guy whips out his weapon, and the bug just like goes about its business. And you start seeing a bunch of them so that was out. interesting to me, right? Right. They don't care about him. Yeah. They were just going about, they, they may look aggressive, not necessarily. Mm-hmm. They may have just been big bug cows. There you go. So I just think you're going to have to weigh some things in the game. Like there's going to be some things where you don't have to, or sometimes you do have to. But I think that, I, I, here's what I want, right? I want them to show me that somebody can steal my ship. <laughs> These fully customizable ships that fully looks like I'm gonna spend a long time on. I want to see somebody steal it. So you customize your character, you customize your ship. Deep. You've got access to almost a hundred planets. And you guys wonder why they push this game back. They want you guys to have a good experience, yeah. what they're telling you they're offering. And I'm very curious in with I believe this is also a day one on Game Pass. It is. Because Microsoft threw that money at Bethesda. <laughs> There's no God, reason man. to not give this game a try. So big. So big. Yeah, man. Uh, it, what was interesting is just the things that they didn't say. Like, eh, what's the multiplayer like? Because we know there's going to be something. There has to be. With a game mm-hmm. that big. Right. Yeah, they didn't say anything about it. So we're gonna, we got a lot of time, though. Absolutely. Next 12 months, though, right? Next 12 months. Ladies and gentlemen, some of the games we named and some we didn't, these are all releasing from this Friday to this time next year. You know, forbid there be any pushback or, you know, games get delayed because, let's face it, if you want a game to be good, you got to make it good. And pushing it through on release is not going to make the game good. So, you know, some of these games that are already created, like your personas, we're going to get those when they say. Some of your games like Redfall, we're going to get those when they're finished. But the fact that if we get 20 of these 30 games that they announced day one for the next 12 years. Bro, we are that's doing still well. Doing well. Well fed. 
we know games like uh, Flight Simulator and Forza are going to come out when they're supposed to come out too. Absolutely, like they're not. They're not doing nothing with that. They're not pushing that back. Correct. They're just going to drop it. So mm-hmm. we'll be in good shape this time next year. Absolutely. Me. So if you canceled your Game Pass subscription, this would be a good time to grab some of those three month uh, subscription cards while they're cheap. <laughs> right. Right. Oh, man, we talked about a lot today, but we got to wrap it up, Boyd. Absolutely. Man, good sir, talk, bro. Absolutely. I always enjoy talking to you guys about all the nerdiest stuff and the the nerddom. It is the highlight of my week sometimes. Yeah, man. I feel that. Mine too. Believe me. I got to get it out. Exactly. Because my workplace don't play that. Same. <laughs> and my girlfriend gets tired of me talking about, oh, did you see what they're going to do with Batman this week? Oh, it's great. They're going to put him in Mesoamerica and he's going to have on this cloak and it's going to be great. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and they look at me like I'm. She looks at me like I'm crazy. Like, man, I don't care about your TV show. <laughs> you know. Uh, listen to this story about Pam from work. Oh, jeez! But that Joker though. That Joker though. I heard Pam said the Joker is going to be a musical. Did Did she say that? <laughs> She's like, I don't give a damn about no damn Joker. <laughs> uh, oh, man. Well, that's about it. Man, please come and find the Nerd Smash Talkcast on Twitter at NerdSmash underscore TC. Mm-hmm. And you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Steve L. Dub. And Boyd, where can they email us some questions? They can email the team at nerdsmash.tc at gmail.com for any questions and inquiries you have on the show. And ladies and gentlemen, you guys need to start sending in more questions because I'm the one that usually asks them and I know you get tired of hearing what I think. So why don't you <laughs> tell the team what you think? And Boyd, where are they going to find you? You can find me on Twitter named Thelonious Chunk at Calibron, that's K-A-L-L-A-B-R-O-N-N, or on YouTube, name Thelonious Chunk. I've got some food reviews there. I've got some tech reviews there. And once I get off my butt, I'll be posting a new video, hopefully end of this month. So come check me out. I'm also re-spamming all of the things that the guys talk about on Twitter. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And please reach out to us on Facebook as well at the Nerd Smash Talkcast. Drop us a like. Give us a follow. Just to make sure you're up on the latest episodes of the Nerd Smash Talkcast. Now, Boyd. Boyd is getting ready to wrap up next week. Obi-Wan yeah. Kenobi's last episode is next week. Now, yeah, coming up yeah. on the holiday, I'm going to try to convince LT to get us get that recording done so we can just drop it. Dude, I would love for y'all to just do a full just Obi-Wan episode. I don't care what other news comes out. Yeah. I just want you guys to talk about the ups and the down of that episode. And speaking of LT, you can follow him at LT the fifth on Twitter and harass him because he is a busy man. And I like to make LT uncomfortable. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. Well, man, I think we've said it all except for one thing. Holla. Holla, holla. Holla. Holla, holla, holla. Holla, y'all.
Good holler time, from the background boy. of Law and Order. <laughs> holler. He was wearing the same hat. <laughs> like he just wears that outfit no matter what show he's on. I'm fairly yeah. sure that was the Isn't same that crazy? one. Have you seen him in anything else? Dude, no, I've seen him in that and that Law and Order screenshot. He reminds yeah. me of my Uncle David. Yeah. Just like, who's this sassy hobo in this fedora? Man, I feel like I feel like that might have been shot on the same day. Dude, <laughs> he just went and was like, peace out, Jive Turkeys, and just walked across the street <laughs> and then <laughs> put on the janitor's costume. Holla, holla, holla. Holla, holla, holla. If you don't know, man, check out the Sapel show and find that dude that hollows. But that's it for us. Check us out next week on the Nerd Smash Talkcast. Holla. Holla, holla.